guys, finally we have gotten the homily Kataloni in the house and I'm super excited to have this interview and I know that he is too, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 um, thank you so much for coming. It's a pleasure. It's like, yeah. Thanks for having it's me. It's been like two months since we've been trying to get you on. I know, I'm finally, sorry. <laughs> here. Um, so yeah, basically this is going to be just all about like you and what makes you and I think it's very important to, to know the person behind all of these things because it plays a big role. So just tell us about who exactly Harmony Kataloni is and where he comes from. Um, I'm, that's, a, that's a loaded question. It's like, okay, I'm basically just a blessed guy. I really feel like, like I'm a guy who God just showered with so much love and so much favor and so much anointing. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? So it's like got all these blessings and stuff. Let's make moves, you know? So that's who I basically am. Where do you come from? Um, born in Congo, DRC, Lumbashi to be exact. And then my family moved around and we came to South Africa when I was a toddler. So okay. yeah, I grew up in South Africa my whole life, Joburg. So I'm, a Joburg, I'm basically a Joburg kid. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. a Victoria kid, so I'm fine. Yeah, late, it's okay. But, um, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> how, how has the environment that you were brought up in like, basically shaped the person that you are today? I think um, it's made me more aware of culture. You know, uh, and not, not culture just in the sense of, of there are different cultures, but also just embracing and understanding that you could be of a culture that is different from other cultures, or you could be from a culture that is, um, you could be from another culture and, and immersed in another culture. So you kind of have to, you have to be intentional on holding your, your roots where you come from, but also embracing the culture of where you are, because I'm not, at first, it will kind of be like for survival, but it, it, then afterwards, you learn that it's more for enrichment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, now I, I regret not speaking vernacular because I, I, I grew up in so many different areas that at one minute I'll be learning Afrikaans, then the next I'm learning Zulu, then the next I'm learning Sutu, then I'm learning French again and, and trying to learn Lingala and Swahili, and then I have to come back to Afrikaans. Yeah. And it's like, you know, so a lot of languages just, just get like muddled up. That's but, true. Yeah, but I, was, I also, like, personally, I don't. Like my linguistic side came out because I was trying to survive. I was yeah. trying to get to <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You know? You're trying to hear the conversations. The taxi, you know, hey, you, especially the taxis. Yo, yeah, yeah. You, you, you yeah. need to survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? To get yeah. by life. Yeah. So that was, that was my thing. So I, I totally relate to yeah. Um. So now. How has being an immigrant, because you are Congolese, right? You came yeah, here in the like yeah. 1990s. Yeah. How has that really like influenced or contributed to the person that you are now? Um, it makes me more open to people, to people's stories. It makes me more understanding. Uh, it makes me more, um, you know, you, you can relate to a lot of different things. So when I arrived, it was, I, we came in around 92, so apartheid, had, it was fire. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just fire, it, it was dying down, but it wasn't just fire for, for the locals. But now it's like, not only are you, are you black, but you also don't speak the languages. So it's like, it's like you know, so you're in, like a, in, a, in a weird space. But um, it was nice because obviously it was still dying down, and, but it was tricky because people didn't know how the, the climate was tricky because people didn't know what was going to happen. You know, yes, yes, um, Mandela's free and, and we've abolished apartheid and all that kind of stuff and we're having elections and um, all the, those kind of things coming up, but we don't know what's going to happen. Is there going to be a war? Is there going to be a, you know what I'm saying? So it was very tricky, um, but, you know, uh, by God's grace, uh, we survived. We're, we're here. Um, and we just had to, like, like, work through it, you know what I'm saying? Just just live through it. Uh, we, we got, I went to a, um, I went to like an Afrikaans-ish 
type kindergarten. And that's where the Afrikaans, learning Afrikaans type of thing came in. And we were like one of the first, well, not really one of the first, but we we're part of the, the new generation of kids who were just being integrated into, into mixed societies, mi mixed cultures. So not only did I have to learn the Venek, the Zulus, but then now I'm chilling with, you know what I'm saying? So it was interesting. It was nice. Like I said, it, it helped me understand people's stories. And because and, everyone has a different story, every, from, from the locals, from the, every race, like everyone, to the people who are just coming from different areas as well. So, yeah, it makes you very uh, empathetic. You know, you, you, yeah, you have empathy to a lot of people, yeah. So now you have spoken about like being immersed in different types of cultures and all of that. So what are your influences then? Um, in terms of what, in terms of what, life, terms of music? Like being a creative yeah. and in terms of being harmony. Like you're just the mix yeah. of a lot of things and you see <laughs> coming through. Yeah. And, you know, you just represent, yeah. for most part you represent Africa. And I yeah. just want to know like what are your influences then? Like just make them clear. So if, um, I think the, the key thing is, is I really thank God for my name. My name really means a lot. Uh, the name Harmony is kind of like uh, yin yang. It's kind of like perfect balance. Um, someone told me the other day that my name means perfectly put together, and I think that is the core of of who I am. You know, you take all these elements, all these cultures, all these dynamics, and then you balance them out perfectly. You know, you just make it work. So um, it was weird because sometimes, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. The downside was. In South Africa, I was too Congolese to be South African, and in Congo, I was too um, South African to be Congolese. You know, so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take global citizen. I'm going to take the whole world. I'm going to be a citizen of the whole world. And so um, that's that's the dynamic that I have. Uh, I represent the whole of Africa. I mean, winning uh, presenter search, I had people hit me up DMs. People from different countries, people from from Morocco, from wow. I'm just like, how are you even seeing? I thought this thing was on SABC South Africa broadcasting. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, um, but people from everywhere just watching your journey and and getting exposed to you, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Botswana, Namibia, Congo, you know, Egypt, you know, um, Ethiopia. You just have people from different areas just hitting you up and, and diaspora from abroad. Um, thanks to things like Instagram algorithms, when you hashtag Africa, people just see your, your journey and they just watch your journey uh, and they, you know, they're inspired and they're moved by it. So I think that all those different elements are what make harmony and the key is just to, to have your identity but balance it out. You know, so that's, mm -hmm. I guess that's the key of who I am. Like what you just said now, like, honestly, I was extremely surprised. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here right now. Thank you. Because I, you, you literally, you didn't just inspire Congolese people. Like, it went far beyond that. Yeah. You inspired all foreign nationals. Yeah. And just said that I am Congolese, I am a foreigner, but I can make it. And I yeah, did. yeah. Know? It was, it was just beyond that like i'm still in awe because you know what i mean like you just, thank you you have just made a new level <laughs> thank you thank that's, you that's, that's just basically what it is by the way it's peace and harmony coming to all hey come yeah. on somebody that should be another show though just peace <laughs> and <true>. harmony <laughs> that's what sakina speaks for all of you <laughs> sakina means pardon for all of you who do not know my name means peace and tranquility nice so peace and tranquility and harmony and, harmony. and glory behind the camera guys <laughs> this is just it's an anointed work yeah. <laughs> so, Tell us about your three major life principles. Yo, I haven't know. That, that's, now I feel like I'm back at school, man. What is that? Three major life that's principles. Right. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, I, know, I, know, I know for sure God has to be the number one principle. And I think God just puts everything together. Mm -hmm. I think that's, if, if anything, my life has just been a journey of things just coming together, things just working together. It's like very scattered, scattered, scattered and then everything just, you know, just works. And yeah, you know, and um, 
principles would really literally push as hard. I am, I am like everyone else, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, you have to push hard. Mm-hmm. Work hard, push hard, and then uh, when you do your best, you know, you leave the rest to God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because God has given you the skills, God has given you the talent. I always tell people, so I do motivational um, talks and speeches, and, and I always tell people, um, start with what you have. Uh, not to preach to anyone, but it's just like when, when God, when Moses was being chased by the Egyptians, uh, we all know the story, he was being chased by Egyptians, and he gets to this river, and he's just like, yo, homie. Okay, sorry. I, I, I tell God, homie. I, I, I think that's how I, I speak to God. So, you know, it's like, like, it's like he was like, yo, God, what am I going to do now? We have this massive river, and I've got all these people, and these guys are coming to kill me. And, and the question God asked him was, what is in your hand? You know what I'm saying? And that's the question I ask a lot of people. What is in your hand? A lot of times we spend time looking at what other people do. Oh, this one is tall. This one's good looking. This one has money. This one has... But you, you, if you look, if you really look in your inventory, I really believe that God has given everyone gifts, everyone talents. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone has their flaws and everyone has their weaknesses and everyone has their share of trouble that they go through. But I really believe harmony, balance. I really believe for the amount of share of trouble that you have, you've also got gifts and talents that you have on your side. You just have to look at it and recognize it. Mm-hmm. So perspective, you just have to understand that, oh, and Claire, this is actually my gift. For example, I have a lot of friends who, when I was modeling, a lot of the models that I met used to get teased for being tall and for being skinny. For, and now they're like supermodel. Like now they, you know what I'm saying? I have a lot of friends who, who, now they get paid to post pictures on Instagram. That is insane. You know what I'm saying? Something that they used to be um, distant at school, you know, for being skinny and tall and whatever, whatever. Now look at them. Now they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so it's literally just look at your imagery. So in terms of principles, um, use the, God has blessed you. Use the gifts, the skills, whatever it is that you have. Use that. Um, uh, so you see, then I would say perspective would be the third one. Change your perspective. Change the way you see things. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of things are, are, you see them in the world, we like to see problems. We see problems. But I really feel that, that if God has opened your eyes to seeing a problem, then that means you have the solution. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like change the way you see things. If you see there's a problem, oh, okay. So find how is it that you can fix that problem. You know? And then, then you'll start seeing your, your gifts. For example, my, one of my gifts is speaking. You know what I'm saying? It's talking. I mean, it, yeah. it sounds like a stupid thing. It's like, oh, no, everyone speaks, but yeah, yeah but use it for your advantage, you know? Like, let's, it's like, look at Usain Bolt. Everyone can run, but he but makes he, running. You know what I'm I saying? Think, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's his thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's just look at your, change the way you see things. So work, um, change the way you see things. Know that God has given you gifts and, and, and talents, and then go hard at it. Be disciplined, you know. Um, that's also not, like like go hard. Be disciplined. Don't. I and I'm not the most disciplined person, so I'm 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 preaching. Yeah, I'm preaching to myself. I'm not the most disciplined person, but you have to realize: Do you want sleep or do you want to be successful? You know, do you want do you want to to be successful or do you want to be poor? We complain a lot of the times. Oh, this is that that that. But in that complaint, if you actually look at it, you'll see that there's an avenue for you to 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 you know discipline, hone certain skills, work hard at it, practice, you know, and then use that skill. And when you've done your best, then leave the rest to God. Be like, hey, my guy, you're the one who gave me these gifts. You're the one who gave me these talents. Here, you know, I did my best. I did my part, and and you do the best. So I think if I had to have three principles, that would be that: um, perspective, change the way you see things. And then uh, notice or recognize your gifts and talents that comes with perspective. Work hard at it, discipline, and then leave it, leave it to God.
But he is a man of many talents. <laughs> okay. Um, he is a voiceover artist. He is a presenter. He is a model, an actor, a writer. In fact, he's everything. I don't even know what you are. To be honest. <laughs> Do you paint? Do I? Oh, you taking everything. <laughs> I don't. I don't paint. Paint. I, I love. I love art. I think. I think that's the thing about creativity. They, they so many, there are so many levels to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if you're creative in one space, you can actually really be creative in other spaces. True. You know, and I'm one of those people who believe in using both sides of your brain. So um, using the logic side, I love logic. Like I, I did accounting for two years in varsity mm-hmm. and then, but I, I felt like it was limiting. But I like the idea of, man, you know, where did these numbers go? Why is it not balancing out? Where does this, you know, but then I wanted, I had a big idea where it's like, yes, I like to balance out the, you know, there's a million here, there's a hundred here. How do you balance? Where, where did the other, you know, nine, yeah. nine hundred, you know, it's like, where, where, did, where, did, where did that go? Like what happened, you know? So um, balancing that out, then I wanted the next level was like, why does this person have a hundred rand and this person has a million? How do I get this person from a hundred to a million? And how do I get this million to a billion? And what can we use this, you know, leverage, but, Accounting didn't allow me to do that, so I went to economics. So I have a degree in economics and econometrics. So that allowed me to do that, to just play around and get a bigger picture. But using both sides of my brain is what I, I love doing. And then I'm um, in the creative side. On the creative side, I really feel like if you're creative in one space, you can really be, you know, Anything yeah, you can really be creative in, in every other area. Okay, so I'm exploring that right now. <laughs> I just used to write poetry yeah. and write stuff, and then here we are. <laughs> Come on. But hey, that is, I, I love how you are creative, but you're smart as well. I mean, he's just overly gifted, by the way. <laughs> but it's, it's just really cool how you take that seriously as well. Like, most of us are like, I can sing, I can act. School, <laughs> step aside, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, what, what is your take on that? You have proper degree, everything. Yeah. You have yeah. both sides. You had the choice to go to school or be a creative, why you, you know, what is your take on that? Um, you have to respect, first of all, shout out to all the, the people who came before us um, who, who fought hard for us to get to where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're talking about, yeah, I have a degree in this, I had, you have the option of going to school, you know what I'm saying? Some people, it wasn't an option, you know, and they fought um, from the women's march to the, the youth who died to, you know, to just, um, also, another another aspect is people like uh, uh, people like us, meaning people who migrated from another country yeah. to come to a different diasporas and all that. Parents took a chance yeah. to be like, you know what, I'm going to take my kid out of this situation and I want a better life mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring them somewhere else. That journey is no joke. Coming, like for example, us. I, I look at my parents and I'm just like, man, we come from a French-speaking country. So not only not only are you coming to a different country, you're coming to a country that speaks another other languages. We, there's eleven languages on this side. You know what I'm saying? And none of them are yours. You know, none of them are yours. You know, it's it's like you know our parents. You have to respect them, and then they still have to hustle and make a plan for. Thank God for my my mom. My parents always tell me about the fact that Bantu languages. Um, there's there's a theory that says. Uh, People migrated from areas like Congo, uh, people back in the day, areas from like Congo down to, to South Africa and all these other countries. So a lot of the different languages, like for example, Banabatu, me in Lingala, it's like, it's like uh, other people's um, children. You know, Bana is the same thing. Um, Bantu is the same thing. You know, all those languages are similar things, but still at the same time, it was just like it's a whole different language. So props to those people. So they fought for education. And for us to have an option, an option to go to school, yeah. and I don't take that lightly. And also, I feel like, like um, there was a time when I was studying accounting, and I, I like, I, I like using my brain. I like understanding it. And there's a time I was doing accounting, and everyone tells you, "Oh, accounting is so hard. Accounting is so hard." Oh, I was looking at him like, "What is he 
you see, and then one day um, I was sitting studying, and then uh, my dad comes in the room. He's like, he's like, he's like, what's up? I'm like, yo, accounting is so hard. He's like, what's so hard about it? I'm like, yo, man, these numbers, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, cool, come, show me what is hard. And then I sat there. Your parents ask you that question, <laughs> you know. And I sat there, and I'm like, okay, no, because I was good at maths and I was good at English, and I was like. And like, what, what, is, what is hard? What is hard, you know? It's literally, like I said, all, all it really takes is discipline. Just sit there, I'm gonna dumb down um, formulas, but basically the formula says one plus one is two. What's wrong? <laughs> one plus one, X, <laughs> X, times, X is what, you see that I haven't been in school in a long You know what I mean? You see, uh, <laughs> X, X times X is X squared. It's like, you know, that's the formula. Just plug in whatever, but be disciplined enough to sit down and read and just practice, practice. Some of us are gonna get in after the first time, some people are gonna take maybe 20 times to, to practice it, but just practice, study the thing. It Truth be told, um, school is not hard. You know what I'm saying? If we're being honest with ourselves, it's not hard. It's just that we want to do other things. Yeah. We want to spend time watching TV or on social media and all these other things. So, but also I feel like there was, there's a bigger picture you know, I feel like I would be robbing myself if God had given me all these gifts and talents and I only limit myself to just the media and the creative side. And it's, they're big, there are bigger things, there are bigger plans. I feel we've, we've said and we've spoken yeah. about the plans and the ideas that, that I think of, they are bigger. And, and I really feel like God sometimes, he, he takes you to varsity for the things that you are gifted with a lot of skills and talents. Some people don't have to go to school for drama. Some people don't have to go to school for singing, whatever. We respect all the people who do that. Um, but some people don't do that. They get Oscars and stuff without doing that. They'll tell you, no, I went to church and I sang at church, you know? So when, when you've been gifted with that, God will be like, okay, go to varsity for this because you'll need this business thing to help you with your singing career. Otherwise, you'll throw that money or whatever, whatever. Just, but just to help you, life-wise, just, it's just literally just about thinking. So I really value education because there, there are bigger moves you can make with education. Then in that sense, since you have the best of both worlds, what is your definition of success? My definition of success is um, it's both spiritual and practical. It's literally uh, accomplishing the purpose for which you were created. You know, it's like, like if I have to just simplify it, you know, is, is a fork successful if it's cutting things? No. Yes, you can cut whatever. Yeah, hooray, you cut things, but that's not what you were created for. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you're not doing, yes, you can have a million bucks. Yes, you can, you can I don't know, have the most beautiful house and cars and, and be great at what you were doing. But if it's not what you were created for, then you have failed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, it's like a, a TV that, that decides it wants, it wants to wash dishes. You weren't created to wash dishes. You have failed in, in yes, you can be the greatest dishwasher, but you have failed in what you, you, you know, so success. And that's why, it, it, that's why not everyone is meant to be rich. Not everyone is meant, I have this theory that I say, no offense to McDonald's or people who are working at McDonald's, but I have this theory where I'm like, someone has to work at McDonald's at a particular time. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people have to go through that journey, you know, and not everyone is made to, meant to be billionaires. If, if everyone was a billionaire, some people would kill themselves. You buy a Ferrari and you crash and you're dead and your family's, you know what I'm saying? Your family um, struggles for that. Not everyone is created for that. You have to have a particular character that allows you, you know, to be able to handle that kind of um, money and also the vision and the dreams has to be able to accommodate you um, to be able to have the kind of finances. Otherwise, your life is fine with, if you're getting 20K and you, you're happy, then your life is fine. Yeah. You, don't need, you, don't need, you don't need all those extra, you know what I'm saying? And some people are happy with that. Those are people who understand. Some people are, are, are created to be, they, they were made to be teachers. 
that, that is one of the most important roles in, in societies. Things like not only, um, not only just to teach the kids, but to impart certain things. Some kids don't get love when they're at home. Some people don't get attention. Some people, you know, that molding, that, that time, that period is really important. And what the teachers do is really important. So just little things. If you understand what your purpose is and what your calling and your gifting is, and you are the greatest at what you're doing, then you're successful. That's, that's my definition of success. Everybody thinks you're all put together. You look really good right now. <laughs> Thank you. All the time, always putting pressure on the kids. Hey, so, man. now, tell us about a time when you were at your lowest and you, you had no other choice but to turn things around, and you did, but like, just tell us what you went through. Because people think, yeah. like, when you get to a certain level in life, you are a superhero, you're a superhuman, you don't go through stuff, and, you know, just, just take us through one of those moments. Yo, I've had many of those moments. First, first thing I have to put like a, a, I have to put through a principal. Sorry, I work with principal. My dad, when I was a kid, my dad used to say, <laughs> used to call me amongst many other things. Used to call me a philosopher, and, and I love it. Just, I just like, I like thinking. You know, thinking. Um, uh, so first of all, you have to remember that in life you have different stages. Just like a, a kid, if you look at a child's upbringing, there's a point where he's in crash, where he just comes into crash kindergarten, mm -hmm. and he is nothing, and then he gets you know, and then he becomes like the top, you know, and then he goes into primary school, then he's grade one, you are nothing, you know what I'm saying? Then you go through grade one, you earn your stripes and you work hard and then you become a king at grade seven, you are, you know, prefect, head boy, or just grade seven, whatever, you are there, you know, you are there, you own the school, you know? And then you go to high school and you're grade eight and you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? So life has that. And then grade eight, you go, you know, matric, you are the biggest thing. And then you get into varsity and you are nothing. You get into real life and you realize that, hey, it's real here, <laughs> you know? It's real here, you know? So that's, that's I think the, the journeys when I was low, um, it, it, you know, the Bible speaks about, uh, it speaks about when I'm at my weakest, you know, that's, Paul speaks about how he's, where he's, he's more excited and that's how, yeah. that's, that's the level that I've gotten in my life where, where when I'm at my lowest, I'm excited because it's like, you know, I could always, I can only get higher. You know, God, I want to see you part the sea. I want, homie, I want to see you do the things, you know, do yeah. the things that must, must make the parts to happen. I want to, you know, so yeah. when I, when, my, when I'm at my lowest, um, that's where I'm at. And I've had that a lot of times. For example, uh, I can remember when I was in primary school, it was a particular, the, the high school I went to, I went to Kez, King Edwards, and I really wanted to go to King Edwards. Mm -hmm. But I came from a, hey, we came from Ralph, man. I, I, I grew up in Berea, and then I live, for those who don't know where Berea is, it's between Hillbro, which is hectic, and Yeovil, which is just as hectic. But I mean, we were smack bam. Berea was smack, at least Berea was more calm, but I still had to travel through Yeovil and you know, that kind of stuff. You know, so God is literally, uh, side note, I bumped into a guy that, that I knew from back in those days, and I look at my life and I look at his, and I'm just like, yo, God, you, yo. Hey man, hey, <laughs> we could have, we could have, we could have, but yeah. So Berea, and then we we but spent most of our time in an area called Bellevue, which was, uh, thank God, it's transition. It seems like a transition place. Bellevue is between Yeovil and Houghton, okay. you know. So we're still Yeovil, yo, and then we've got Houghton here, where it's like yeah, brew locker, you know. <laughs> and so I went to a school called Yeovil Boys, and when I went to a primary school, so when I went to Yeovil Boys Primary School. Um, thank God, at that time, uh, that time it was still like a vibe. 
because we had just come, you know, uh, Mandela was his president, and you know we had just come, yo, freedom, yo, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, yo, you know, apartheid's finished, whatever. So there were still some, some, um, some Caucasians and some Asians and whatever. So the school was very diverse. The primary school was, still, but it was still in Yeovil. And I remember grade seven, I really wanted to get to, to Kez, King Edwards. And I was just like, yo, God, you need to make a plan. Mm. Like, I don't see how my family, because that, that is a semi-private school. Like, it's like prestige, it's like Ivy League, mm. like, you know, um, high school. And I was just like, God, you need to make a plan for me here. We are coming from Yovo Boys, which is very humble beginnings type of thing. And I want to get to this, you know, you know what I'm saying? And God made the plan. Same with, with Varsity. I really... I didn't know what was going to happen with Varsity. You needed to make a plan, you know, and, and God came through. And even recently with the presenter search, um, I was going through a low in my, in, in my life because I was just like, you know what, God's things, things have to change. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had gotten a lot of things. I mean, ads, I had appeared in things like, like Generations. I did a, a, a series called Salamander. It's a Belgium it's an international series. I did that. Um, I did a lot of things, but I was still like, yo, God, Something needs to change, man. We can't just be doing these little, these little itty bitty. And so, you know, um, uh, even in my, when, when I'm at my low, I always tend to seclude myself and then just spend time with God and just like rearrange things, just sort things out so that things can happen and yeah, regroup. And then, you know, then you attack, you go forward. It's preaching to the choir. <laughs> what, what then are your, oopsie. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking so much right now. <laughs> no, you're yeah, getting fed. It's so yeah. good. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. How do you manage to keep your consistency and your discipline? Because discipline is an issue. I'm still learning to be disciplined. Dude. A lot of us are going through that. So what are your, at least your tips? Hey, for, you, know, you, know what, you know what my key thing is? Um, work hard in the background. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Work hard in the background. The things we see in the front there, you know, like this, the facade, I'm not, this, this, this looks cool or whatever. Um, sometimes I'm in track pants, you know, and that kind of stuff, but, but it's like work hard in the back and then God's gonna make the front shine. You know what I'm saying? Work, spend time working in the background. I'm not, for those who really know me, I'm not really the most disciplined person. Um, I'm, not, I'm not the most consistent. If you check my Insta, you'll realize that, hey, this guy, bruh, you know, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least I'm, I'm consistent on, on, yeah. on Insta stories, yeah. but, but, but post posts, it's like, oh, and I'm always like, I'm gonna post, I'm gonna post, and then, ah, uh, dolls. And then it's like, and you're like, no, I wanna post in the morning, and then, ah, uh, before you know it, it's 12. Oh, crap, okay, lunchtime, ah, uh, seven. Okay, seven, ah, uh, midnight. Then you're like, ah, uh, let me leave the next, for the next day, and then the next, but, I'm, I'm working on it, and that's what people have to remember. It's a journey. You don't just wake up and boom, discipline. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a journey, and it's consistency and discipline are journeys that you take every single day, every single moment. You know what I'm saying? And the more you do it, the better you become at it. Um, it's like driving, learning how to drive. In the beginning, it's just like, oh, to think about it, and you know, the more you do it, the better you become. You know, discipline, consistency, the more discipline. I have a friend who gyms every day, every day. This man finds... I don't know where he finds time. He just, you know, and every day he jumps. So he, but it's become a part of him to the point where, where when you're not disciplined, where you're not consistent, you feel, you know, it's like, mm, you know, you feel out of place. And, and, you know, the momentum to start, and that's a key thing, start. Starting is always a mission. To start is, is that first, you know, starting and starting to run, whatever, is always going to be tricky, but start and go and go. Um, if you... Make, so in, in accounting, we have this thing called controls. 
So controls are basically like systems mm -hmm. that make sure that everything is running in order. Okay. So if you, if you know you're not disciplined, then put alarms. Like for example, on my phone now, you'll check my morning alarms. It's like, it's like 5, 5.15, 5.20, 5.25, 5.30. So I know, I always like, you yeah. know, you're always snoozing. So it's just like it disturbs you. And then eventually, and that's, that's for me to wake up at six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you know, you already start disturbing your brain at, at five. It's just like, and then by six, you would already be, okay, fine. And then yeah. you say, you know, so put that kind of stuff around, um, around you. Tell, speak to your family. Say, yo, I really want to learn to wake up early or whatever. Because people also, you have to remember certain things are, are giftings to certain people. I realize some people are really gifted when it comes to admin. People are strong. There's some people who are gifted when it comes to, to just sitting and, and reading or, or like studying. Like they would sit and highlight and what? Some people are gifted when you, you know, some people to them it comes easy. Doesn't mean that you can't have it. it, just means that you have to work harder. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but find people who are great at it and speak to them. Say, yo, please help me. Wake me up at, at five. They're gonna call you. They will be up there. Some people, I have a friend who only sleeps for like three hours. She I says, I think she's an insomniac or something. Yeah, she's fine. Me, three hours. Yo, 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 yo. I'm just, yeah. but like, unless I have something to do, then, then my mind is just running. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like, find people, put controls, and then you'll get all that discipline and that consistency.